Goddamn blacks, driving all day. What the fuck? Goddamn it. Hate it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the hell? Oh, oh, this is a YouTube notification. Probably when you do low IQ black. <laughs> what? Again? What? Hey, what's going on? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa. What's going on here? Hold on, let me, let me, yeah. let, me let me, let me stop. Let me stop. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, let me slow down right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Video. No, 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 wait, hold on. No. No, 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 wait. Uh, who the fuck is Radical Latino? Who the fuck is this? No, wait, no, 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 hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Wait. Hold on, no, 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 wait. Let me, let me see, let me see what the fuck this, this Afrocentric motherfucker said. <laughs> yeah. You see this you shit here? Hey, butthead, what? <laughs> butthead. Don't look like butthead. Racist? Yeah, I'm not racist. Really, really, I just think you just, I just, I just don't like blacks. I'm not bullying. Yeah, you are bullying me. Yeah, yeah you are. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Fight. I'll fuck you up, man. <laughs> He's getting me mad. Where's my phone? Let me get my phone out. God damn it. God damn it. God damn it. Fuck you, too. Fuck you. Oh, shit. Playing. The Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's very own. Latino is taking you to another level. My people, welcome back to another episode of the Radical Latino Show. It's your host, the Radical Latino. I hope you guys enjoyed that little skit that I did in the beginning of the podcast. If some some of you guys are confused, let me be here to let you guys know. Um, I put out a video. Well, let me give you guys some context. If nobody's following me on my YouTube, I don't know what y'all doing. Y'all better go follow me. You know, I do different things on my YouTube channel than I do on my podcast. You know what I'm saying? The Radical Latino. That's it. Just The Radical Latino. It's very easy to, to spell out on YouTube. You'll find my page and you'll, and you'll get to check out everything that I'm doing, right? Now, I put out a video a couple of weeks ago, actually, about this guy, this YouTuber called Antonio Batista. You know what I'm saying? And... I did that. I did that video because he's one of these people who are out here, you know, talking about this white centric and all this other shit and white ethno state. He's basically a Latin white. Well, I call him a Latin coon. You know what I'm saying? He got a problem with black folks and all this other shit. And the thing is, ever since I made that video, some people been sending me a couple of videos here and there. He's kind of like throwing like low key shots at me. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm reading too much into it. Maybe I'm reaching. I don't know. But I took it as low-key shots. So I said, what better way to respond to somebody with com than with comedy? You know what I'm saying? So I did another video, and I did it a little bit more comedic, but it's a response to one of his other videos. You know what I'm saying? He was just basically giving false statements and false realities. You know, the distorted, crooked, you know, history. So I was like... 
listen, we don't need people like this out here to actually, you know, badmouth the Latin community. Latin people get already shitted on more than they are. You know what I'm saying? Latin people are basically um, as lauded as a bunch of racists who doesn't like that don't like black folks and all. When that, that's not the case. That's not true. You are gonna have some bad people on one side and you're gonna have some good people on the other side. You know what I'm saying? That's that's in every in every ethnicity and race. You know. So he this is one. These are one of the people. These are one of the Latinos that he is like. Because he got 77 percent white, he automatically um, claims 100 percent white. He's white, and he have to, you have to secure the white race and all this other stuff. So it seems like he's been already doctrinated. You know what I mean? So, so I made these videos or whatever. I made a little comedy, and you know, just to basically, you know, give him, you know, put the final nail in the coffin. I, you know, I decided to like imitate him like Butthead because I gave him the nickname Butthead. Because if you go to my YouTube channel, you actually will see that he has a very, like he has a very undistinguishable resemblance to Butthead. For but those young people out there who don't know who Butthead is, this, this cartoon that came out in the like in the 90s, it was on MTV and all that. It's called Beavis and Butthead, you know. And he has an uncountable resemblance. To butthead, so that's what I call him. I call him butthead, you know. So I made a little co comedic little remark on how he, cause he's a truck driver, you know what I'm saying. How he probably found my video and all that other shit. So you know, I hope you guys enjoyed it. But those people who are a little confused about what the fuck was happening in the beginning of that, there you guys go. You know, I'm giving you guys like a little short summary or whatever. But. Anyway, moving on. Um, before I get to my first topic, um, the the title for this is "Dark History of America's War on Latin People." This is part one. Uh, it's a gas gasoline baths. You guys could Google it. Um, I'm a, I'm gonna give a crazy, crazy, crazy breakdown on it. But you guys could Google it if you want. But I this is one of the series that I'm gonna start doing. The dark history of America's war on Latin people. A lot of people don't know. Uh, America had a fucked up, fucked up. They got a fucked up history with Latin folks. You know what I'm saying? They got a fucked up history with Latin folks. For for example, the Mendez versus Westermeyer decision. You know, but that's before the the Brown and Board of Education decision. That was way before that. You know what I'm saying? It's about segregation. They didn't want Latin people to go to school. A Latin girl fought for that. And just in California alone, just in California, she won and she unsegregated it. So that's, you know, there you go. That's the Latin folks, you know. The pill trials in Puerto Rico. That's going to be another thing that I'm going to talk about. And I'm going to shed light on. In 1955, you know what I'm saying? The Zoot Suit Riots that happened in Los Angeles. Um, a lot of Mexican, you know, uh, a lot of Mexican uh, cats, a lot of Latin folks in Los Angeles was wearing these suits, you know, they, you know, they try to resemble mobsters and all that other stuff, but it was like the hip thing back in that day. So they were wearing suits and they became targets for white sailors. They started, you know, beating them up, you know, assaulting them and all. It was a racial thing. You know what I'm saying? So this is what I'm going to start doing. So the first one, the first of the series. Part one of the series is the gasoline baths. 
and I'll break that down in the main topic. The reason why I want to do this is because a lot of Latin people really don't know their history. A lot of Latin people are confused and basically etched out out of American history, etched out out of their own history. And let me, let me be real. A lot of black folks too. A lot of black folks are etched out of their history as well. Black folks have taught, said that you guys are slaves and that's it. That's you guys were slaves. We beat y'all up some more and that's it. Latin people have not even said anything. Y'all immigrants and that's it. You know what I'm saying? But we're more than that. So, you know, there's a lot of prominent black uh, YouTubers, a lot of prominent pro-black people out there who have podcasts, who has vast amounts of more knowledge and history than I do. So they do these little history lessons almost every day. They make movies out of them. So they got that. So I'm gonna just focus on my Latin people, you know, for these little series. So this is the series of, you know, dark history in America, war on Latin people, you know? So the first one is the, the gasoline baths, you know? And I'm gonna just keep on continuing this part two, three, four, five, six, you know what I'm saying? Because these are some things that we gotta know. A lot of Latin people, are basically you know not taught this from some of our family members from some of our teachers or whatever and we just walk around thinking that black people are the only ones with you know the issue with white supremacy when that's not the case you know everybody non-white are victims of white supremacy and this is something we got to understand you know what i'm saying this is something we got to understand what nelly fuller said is if you don't know or if you don't understand white supremacy everything else will confuse you so i'm here to do constructive work to unconfuse you guys all right all right so the first thing i want to talk about the first first thing that i want to talk about is my twitter you know holy shit, my twitter uh a lot of people are probably going to be telling me right now uh why the fuck are you talking about your twitter and shit? And I'll say, uh, go suck a dick because this is my fucking showing. I want to talk about my Twitter. <laughs> no, um, because one of my tweets went kind of viral. You know, the shit was getting some traction. I was getting a huge, uh, like a bunch of white supremacists coming on my page. You know what I'm saying? Again, if you not, if you guys are not subscribing to my Twitter, I don't know what y'all doing. Go subscribe, you know, go follow and shit. But there's this dude. I heard about him, but I really didn't know too much about him. I just heard people calling him a coon. I heard people calling him one of these LGBT coons who just is on Trump's dick and all this. So I really don't know too much about him. You know what I'm saying? I don't know too much about him, but I heard some things, but I didn't really do my research, right? So he puts out a video, by the way, his name is Terrence K. Williams. You know, he's some sassy mouth. You know dude and he puts out a video right that basically said that he feels offended that deborah missing right some some white woman basically said if you're a non-white person who supports trump you have a mental illness and you know he just goes on this little sassy little rant talks about oh i don't got a mental illness i got my own mind i'm independent I vote for who I want, all this other bullshit, blah, 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 you know, but this and this and this and this, right? So I'm like, wait a minute, hold up. 
this dude just you know latches on that whole mental illness and just forgets everything that trump has done right so this is what made my shit go a little viral you know people were hitting me i was getting like tweets left and right you know i said homie is homie missed the whole point but hashtag racist deborah mincing is trending because she said victims of white supremacy supporting a white supremacist have a mental illness. Is she wrong though? Why would you love your oppressor? That's all I said. And I made sure I coded it up that way. Victims of white supremacy, non-white people, supporting a white supremacist. A lot of people say that Donald Trump is a suspected white supremacist. A lot of people like myself say, fuck it, he is a white supremacist. You feel what I'm saying? And a lot of people in the media actually called him out as such. So I'm not saying anything wrong here because I got history to back it up. And the thing is, I kept on getting a hue of fucking like backlash. You know what I'm saying? Like, first of all, a lot of some support. But at first it was a lot of hate, a lot of hate. So one of them from this little racist fuck. Which laws passed under Trump's presidency have oppressed minorities? You know, they like to put that little minority thing because I'm Latino and shit like that. Remember, minorities is are even white folks. You know what I'm saying? So they just, you know, keep on going. You know, um, uh, one of these, one of these people, um, da, 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 one of these people, um, Dude, uh, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. Um, somebody, you know, praising. I'm glad you said this. I thought it was odd that no one has the comment on context and all that other shit. Um, Stockholm syndrome, which is a fact. You know, Stockholm syndrome. This doesn't make her racist. This makes her honest. You know, a lot of people, you know, supporting me. Um, you know, like I proudly elected Trump and all this other bullshit. You know, so I had, you know, I had a lot of, a lot of, a lot of hate and also a lot of, you know, a lot of support. You know what I'm saying? I had some people, are you even black? Blah, blah, blah. All this other bullshit. Um, one of them was, has done far more for people of color than any other sitting president, even bigger zero. After enforcing established laws. It is a shame that people like you spread lies and the true racism. There will never be peace and that's how you like it. So I was like, Hey, can you give me proof, you know, of him passing laws and helping out non white people, you know, and obviously they just troll and I'm like, okay, so you didn't show any proof. You know what I'm saying? They just started trolling. They, they elected. No, no, no. I don't care what you show me proof. You know what I'm saying? And I just basically, I, those are the type of conversations I was ending left and right. You can't show me proof. I'm not even going to engage with you anymore. Peace. That's all it is. So another one who's suppressing him, who's suppressing you? No one easy. What I wrote back was white supremacy. You know what I'm saying? So another person you missed the whole point. Supporting Trump has nothing to do with supporting white supremacy. Just like how supporting any other white president has nothing to do with, with white supremacy. Stop believing everything you said just because a black person doesn't follow you. So I said, so why mass shooters 
and white supremacists yell out his name and have MAGA paraphernalia on them. He speaks to white supremacy because he is one. You know, very plain and simple. You know what I'm saying? You just got to hit him with facts. Hit him with facts. Hit him with facts. And I'm going to give some of you guys some facts today. I'm going to give some of you guys some facts today. But let me just uh, go all the way down to some of the offensive comments. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, the offensive comments. You're an effing idiot. Enjoy the next five years. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is, this, is a, this is one that I really found funny. A white girl. You know, she said, you called... She tweeted the person's name, you know, Terrence and all that. Homie, you're as racist as racist Deborah Mincing. What? How am I racist by calling another person homie? You know, shut the fuck up. But, you know, we I even had this one little, um, you know, nobody, homebody. She looked like, she's probably like 30-something, but she looks 60-something. Six, uh, it's a white woman that looked like she was in the fucking medieval ages and shit. She goes like, well, since we don't have a white supremacist in office, this is a moot point. So I said, so you're using logic that I'm white and I say so logic. And she just goes on and on. She goes, no, no, that's not the case. So I'm like, well, let, let's throw some facts. Let me know why he's not a racist because he isn't one. You know what I'm saying? So I just started going, you know, throwing some facts. So let, let me just be very clear. The reason why I called Donald Trump a white supremacist is because he does things that a white supremacist does. He pardoned a sheriff in Arizona because he was going to go to jail for racially targeting Latin people with their papers and stuff. And even if they had their papers, he would detain them unjustly. It went to a judge that even said, you're not supposed to do this. You're not supposed to do this. And if you do, you will be arrested. And guess what? He continued on doing this. And guess what Donald Trump did? Donald Trump said, yeah, don't worry about my dude. I got you. You're pardoned. He pardoned a white supremacist. Another thing, when Charlottesville happened, he said there's good people on both sides. I didn't know white supremacists, the people who hate other f people are good you know what i'm saying he also has a whole history of racial discrimination housing discriminations that he lost not once but a few times on top of that he also lost job racial discrimination they proved that he was racially discriminating in his job sites he lost that one too. So, and I got more, but I'm not even going to get into that. So, to me, Donald Trump is a white supremacist. You know what I'm saying? And that's for all of y'all that are naysayers and all that other shit. You know what I'm saying? Now, moving on to, I think, North Carolina. I believe it's North Carolina. I'm not too sure. But moving on to North Carolina, there was a video of this black dude. Uh, he went into an Asian-owned nail shop or whatever. And apparently these people were repeatedly warned time and time again to stop discriminating against black people in that community if you're going to be taking money from them. 
You know what I'm saying? They had a history. These Koreans and Asians have a long history of racial discrimination, especially against black folks. And he was like, yo, y'all were warned repeatedly. You guys were warned and you guys kept on doing it. Kept on, kept on, kept on doing it. Uh, enough is enough. And when he went inside, right? It was a bunch of black people still there. That's something that's mind blowing to me. That is mind blowing to me. I, I did not get it. I could, I did not understand it. I did not understand it. I'm like, why would a group that sees or individual, not a group, but just let's just put that in the individuals. Now an individual that sees constant disrespect and oppression. Why would you continue on going to that place? You know what I'm saying? Why would you continue on going? If I'm at any place and I see any disrespect to our black or Latin person, I'm not giving them business anymore. I'm done. It's over for me. You know, that's it. It's done. I'm done. You know what I'm saying? But I bet you $100 if these people who were there on that video didn't see it happen to them, maybe they saw it, it happen to somebody else. Why would you continue on going? Are you serious? Here in Brooklyn, right here in Brooklyn, they were boycotting this uh, beauty supply store where this Chinese dude choked out a black woman and all this other bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So they spoke boycotting and stuff to the, to the point where they were losing business. You know what they ended up doing? Them Asian people. They went in there and said everything 50 to 75% off. Literally, they got a line outside the door the next day. The next day, they got a line outside the door. And these people were protesting in Brooklyn. Protesting. That's insane to me. I think it's a little bit more than just weave and, and nails to actually stand up for your own people. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, you could get this shit anywhere. I even had an interview with, um, um, Cleara Marie from her Cleara, uh, Cleara Marie. I think that's her name again. I'm so sorry. It was like episode 17 or something. You know what I mean? But her website, she talks about, you know, black hair care and all this other stuff. She went natural and all that. Come on. There's black, there's black owned businesses out here that are doing what they have to do for, for black people's hair. And they're not going to be here discriminating against you guys. They're not going to be out here fucking putting you in chokeholds and, and kicking you and all this other shit. This is insane. I couldn't even, I couldn't even, I, I was baffled. I even told my shorty. Cause she's West Indian. I told my shorty, I'll say, yo, are you serious? Look at this shit. And she even, she broke it down. She was like, listen, there's a lot of, there's a, you gotta understand. There's a lot of people who see that shit and say, well, that ain't me. And they don't care. But I'm like, that's going against their best interest. She reminded me, aren't letting people doing the same thing, voting for Trump. I'm like, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's fucking insane. That's fucking insane. You feel what I'm saying? So I, I, I don't know, man. So anyway, so the, the dude, you know, goes in and goes like, yo, you guys gotta get a, gotta get out the window. Gotta get out the window. People didn't listen. He went outside, got some bricks and started breaking the window. Bam, 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 bam. 
broke the window. The cops came dumb fast, but he didn't run. He stood right there. He was like, yeah, I did it. I broke the window. Yeah, they arrest me. It's all right. Arrest me. And shout out to that community because right when he got arrested and he got that bail, they bailed his ass right out. So, you know, shout out to him. Shout out to him. You feel what I'm saying? Shout out to him. Shout out to that community. Um, They they better do even worse. You know what I'm saying? They better do even... Actually, no, not even worse. They got to do even better. My fault. They got to do even better. Go back to that nail uh, shop salon. They continue their bullshit. Burn that shit down. You feel what I'm saying? Burn that shit down like how they did in California when they when that racist Asian lady shot that poor little girl in the back of the head because she thought she was stealing or whatever the case is. Guess what? That shit was not there the next day. They burned that shit down. You know what I'm saying? What happened to that spirit? Nah, burn that shit down. Fuck out of here. You know what I mean? So, shout out to them. Now, the next thing that I want to talk about is something very, 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 very interesting. So, one of my followers on Instagram, shout out to ya, sent me a news headline. It said... FBI monitoring immigration activists as violent extremists. And then, though, there's been no violence. You know what I'm saying? But the FBI is monitoring the monitoring immigration activists under the guise of them being violent extremists. Now, in this whole article, in the article what um, my followers sent me, you know, shout out to you again. I, I don't remember your name from the top of my head, but shout out to you. Um, it, it just breaks down everything. You know what I'm saying? It breaks down everything, but, um, I'm gonna give you guys a small, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna read a small part of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna read a small part of it and here it goes. An FBI external intelligence note that was sent to law enforcement and government agencies by the Bureau's Phoenix Field Office in May warns that the immigration activists are increasingly arming themselves and using lethal force to further their goals. Now, what does that even mean? They don't even have, you know, although it offered no evidence of violence. Look at this. Look at this. I'm, I'm about to break it down just a little bit. The memo alleges that arsonist extremists are very likely increasing and targeting immigration enforcement officers and in facilities to pursue the risk and armed conflict. The memo acknowledges that the claims were made with medium to low conflict. Okay, and then it just keeps on going, keeps on going, keeps on going. I'm going to tell you guys right now something that you guys probably you know, probably don't know about, probably do know about. After Micah Johnson and some of these other, you know, black folks took our took up arms and started shooting back at the police. And mind you, these were like literally one or two, maybe three people, you know, who actually got the balls and started shooting back at the police. I'm not saying that that's right. I'm just saying when they started doing that, the FBI made a new classification for extremist groups. The same classification as they did with ISIS. 
with the Taliban. The same classification as they do with terrorists. They deal with black people and they call them black identity extremists. Now, they have this classification called black identity extremists. Now, what does that even mean? Let's just break down the word black identity. So if you're identifying as black, right? You're automatically classified an extremist. How? You know what I'm saying? There was a, there's a few people that went to jail because of this. Vice has a crazy little 20, 30 minute documentary. I, 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 I encourage everybody to go see it. It breaks everything down. You know what I'm saying? Now I feel that what they're going to end up doing is seeing these immigration activists, you know, extremists. And for what I see from some of the photos, most of these folks are white, but for what I see from, for what I know, how white supremacy works, well, they start, they won't, it's not a stretch of imagination. They'll start saying Latin identity extremists. You know what I'm saying? Or they'll have a small classification as that. They're not going to punish white people. You know why? Because white supremacy is not under the terrorist group. I said a bunch, I gave you guys a bunch of examples a couple of episodes ago where Congress had to talk to the FBI agents who even AOC talked about white identity extremists being an issue and the FBI not, not classifying that as such. You know what I'm saying? So now it's white. So is, is white protected now? You know what I'm saying? This is something we got to understand people. White, white identity has to be protected. Because once they make white identity extremists, that's the reason why I even named my episode two episodes ago, white identity extremists. You know, I was talking in code. Once they make white an identity extremist, guess who else is going to fall into that? Everybody else from the proud boys to you know, the Nazi lowriders to almost everybody that identifies as white as an extremist group. You know what I'm saying? And half of the whole white population is going to go down. And part of white supremacy is to protect white genetic survival. So that's the last thing they're going to do. Feel what I'm saying? That's the last thing that they're going to do. So this is something I saw and I was like, Oh, Okay. Okay. I see ya. I see ya. You know what I mean? That that's a that's a chess move. And this is the thing. We have to learn that they play chess and we play checkers and we can't be that stupid. We cannot be that stupid out here. You know what I'm saying? All right, moving on. So, my next thing that I want to talk about is Julius Malima. Now, for those who don't know, Julius Malima is the, the founder of the, I believe the founder of the EFF movement in South Africa and all that. So they, I, I believe he would, he was talking about xenophobia, right? So for those who don't know, xenophobia is, I never even heard it until that day. So xenophobia is the belief and the thought of your same people, but you not liking your same people because they come from a different land or whatever the case is. 
And he says something extremely powerful that I want you guys to hear. Crime is crime. Let's deal with it as crime. When it is a white person in South Africa, undocumented, he's called an investor. Not only a white person, including Indians and Chinese. These Guptas didn't have proper papers yet. These Guptas didn't have proper papers. No one dared called them Querequeres. No one. But if it was my African brothers were going to be called Querequeres because they don't have papers. Self-hate. It must come to an end. If it means making the EFF lose votes for that, let it lose votes. Lose votes on principle. Not on political expediency of wanting to appeal. This country belongs to Africans in the same way Nigeria belongs to South Africans. Nigeria is South Africa. South Africa is Nigeria. We are Zimbabweans. We need to do away with this nonsensical idea that was imposed on, on us by colonizers, by Theresa May ancestors, that we, we must dislike each other. We must do away with that. Theresa May is coming here to make sure that we continue to hate each other. Look at what we are doing now. We are reclaiming our land in South Africa, saying our people must get the land inspired by our brothers in Zimbabwe. Namibia is following. Let the whole of African continent follow and reclaim our land. That's how we are going to gain our independence. And through the ownership of the continental land, we shall then have a true one South Africa. We are unable to unite because we are divided along colonial lines, Francophones and Anglophones. We need to do away with that. We need to love our African brothers in America when they are being slaughtered, in London when they are being slaughtered. We need, they need to know that we love them here in South Africa. They remain our brothers. Love each other everywhere else where you find one another. Protect each other Africans because we are in the receiving end. Mm, that was powerful. What hit me the most was, basically he's talking about immigration. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. Everybody else comes into our land. They don't, uh, uh, I just found this out. Querequeres is apparently like a racial slur. I didn't know what that was, but it's like a racial slur, like a, you know, undocumented person, like that will be a racial slur, you know? I didn't know that, but that was powerful. That was powerful. Stop with all of this. That's what our colonizers, terrorist people who colonized us imposed on our head. Why are we following that? That's that self-hatred shit. Powerful, powerful, powerful message. Powerful message. And I, listen, since that day, I've been like, you know, fucking replaying that shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's true because a lot, there's a lot of people out here. Ever since the ADOS movement, and trust me, I'm a proud supporter of the ADOS movement. Um, American descendants of slaves do need their reparations. Shout out to you guys. People who are not descendants of slaves need to support them, especially also Latin people need to support them to get their reparations. You feel what I'm saying? But the thing is, a lot of a lot of um, a lot of these people, you know, a lot of these people, they 
they come and just come into your land and then start taking away from it and they're given benefits they're giving everything else that they need to survive and that's exactly what he's saying he's like let's do away with that self-hatred bullshit let's do away with that and that's a powerful powerful message and the thing is i'm seeing a lot of ados people going at immigrants and rightfully so some of them do deserve to be to be uh, you know um looked down upon and all that rightfully so because they're they're doing the the state they, they're doing the dismantling and they're doing the benefit of white supremacy you know they're in here saying that nah we don't need no reparations yeah reparations for what you know what i'm saying so yeah rightfully so but don't put that on the whole immigration group you know what i'm saying don't put that on the whole immigrant there's a lot of immigrant immigrant coons out here you're right but there's also a lot of immigrants who are like me who know the truth see the truth and you're choosing to fight for it you know what i'm saying so let that you know it, it goes both ways you know what i'm saying it goes both ways but my point my my point is that's a powerful 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 message we all should try to at least abide by it you know what i'm saying see us all as each other as brothers and sisters you know because we got one common fight white supremacy these motherfuckers are not gonna see us as different we see each other as different you know how many people i see say that oh no nah, he ain't black he's too light nah, 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 nah he he you know he, you too dark to be uh, to be dominican you know what i'm saying you know how many much infighting and white supremacists laugh they're like yeah we all see you guys as niggas anyway you know what i'm saying there's a lot of infighting we gotta get away from that there's a lot of infighting we gotta get away from that that was a powerful powerful message my brother did my brother said my fault my brother said you know what i'm saying so shout out to Julius Malima. I actually subscribe to his YouTube channel. You know, I actually, you know, I treat that as my podcast whenever they upload. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to him. You know what I'm saying? Now, moving on to our main, main topic. This is probably going to be a long one. Our main, main topic. The dark history of America's war on Latin people. The gasoline baths. This is part one. Now, again, like I said it from the beginning, this is a series. Okay, I'm gonna be touching on a lot of things throughout the series. It's gonna be scattered here and there, so don't expect it every other week. You know what I'm saying? This is the start of it. Maybe two, three weeks from now, I'm gonna go a second part, then the third. You know what I'm saying? So you guys could get more informed more aware of you know your history you know what i'm saying now a lot of people will think if they google the gasoline baths the first thing that will come up is the bath riots right january 1917 which is actually not the case that was what is documented to be you know one of the first revolts the first and only revolts that has been recorded you know but it's actually deeper than that this actually goes all the way back to 1915 
You feel what I'm saying? This goes all the way back. This is some sources that say 1914, 1915, 1916. Goes all the way back to 1915 from what I keep on seeing. So I'm going to just say 1915. This is a campaign of racism, disinfection, and racist propaganda. Now, now let's start with some context first, all right? The border that we know from El Paso, Texas, right? That's where the border is at. Was never really restricted like that. For what I've been reading, researching, and also seeing some interviews with some people, the border was never boarded up the way it is, restricted the way it is. It was actually open. People could come and go as they please. You know what I'm saying? There was some checks and balances where Okay, you know, randomly, I got to check your stuff. You know what I mean? But it wasn't really restricted like that. Now, now, you have some white supremacist self-appointed watchdog groups who took it upon themselves to watch over the border. You know what I'm saying? Because of the brown people. They killed, raped, and, you know, whatever they, they felt like doing, but they never, you know, got any consequences for it. You know what I'm saying? So the at this point in time, the Mexican uh, the Mexican war, the war between Mexico and America is happening. You know what I'm saying? And also in the same time, they were fighting World War One. So this is in the midst of World War One. You're you're fighting a couple of wars. You know what I'm saying? You're also in war with Mexico because. They're like, yo, you can't just take our land. California's our land. You know, that's the reason why the border was, you know, was open, free and open, like whatever. You know what I'm saying? You can't take our land. Now this is America. This and this and this and all this other bullshit, right? Now, at the same time of movement and a mentality was sweeping across the United States. Though that mentality was the eugenics movement. Now, this is pretty much the start of the eugenics movement, right? This had, remember, the eugenics movement had no scientific backing, nor did it have any proof. So this was just some shit that they just made up. It was quoted by an old newspaper clipping that I saw that the self-direction of human evolution. So they wanted, basically this eugenics thing, they wanted to basically preserve the white race. That's basically what it was. You know what I'm saying? And that's what, you know, we can really make it out for what it really means. You know, the white evolution, the superior white race. You know what I'm saying? That's basically what it was. That's been the whole, you know, theme of it, the whole eugenics movement. And for those people who are might thinking about, oh, wait a minute, didn't Hitler go with that same bullshit is going to connect. Just give me some time. Now, how do we know this? Because when this movement was picking up steam, stricter rules on immigration start to come about. Anyone allowed to seem fit can enter and enjoy free land and money. So anybody that was coming in, you know, you seem fit, you seem stable. You could just come in and guess who were the only people who were coming in white folks. White folks from Germany, white folks from France, white folks from Poland, white folks from Britain, white folks from England, you know, all these white folks was just coming in. 
with no hesitation whatsoever. No problem. You were just coming in. Come inside and enjoy white freedom. You know what I'm saying? Now, Latin people, especially Mexicans. So I'm going to be referring to Latin people, but these were especially Mexicans. You know, Mexicans was the majority who were getting this shit happening. But let's keep it real. Mexicans are Latin folks. So I'm going to just say Latin people. Now, Latin people, especially Mexicans, were being portrayed as inferior, disease-carrying people, and all this other stuff to the point where I found out that there was a racial slur. You think that wetback was a racial slur? No. They had a racial slur for Mexican people called greaser. So back in the day, around in the 1900s, greaser was a racial slur to, to a Mexican person. I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? But you guys could probably see the theme here. They had old movies of Mexican folks being dumb and lazy, carrying disease like lice and all this other stuff. To them, lice was like something, the biggest thing. Oh shit. These motherfuckers are carrying lice. You know what I'm saying? And they have movies depicting Mex Latin people like that. They have movies depicting Latin people like that, just drinking, being drunk, and all this other bullshit, you know? Kind of reminds you of those old movie depictions of black folks, right? Again, my Latin people, there is no difference between white supremacy when it comes to black people and Latin people. We all get treated the same. We all get seen the same. You know what I'm saying? So moving on. Now. The mayor of El Paso at the time adopted this bullshit ideology of racial purity. Feel what I'm saying? So since Latin people were being labeled as dirty, we would need a reason why. You know what I'm saying? So they started to promote disease called typhus that is transmitted by having lice. So this was being promoted that Mexican, especially Latin people were carrying lice and they start to promote this big fear of typhus. This is the, you know, this is the reason why it's going to happen and all this other bullshit, blah, 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 blah. This is what it is. Typhus. You're going to get, you don't want to get typhus. And if you really research this typhus, because they knew that Mexican people, Latin people, they didn't have lice like that one or two, but they didn't have typhus like that. They didn't have, you know, all the diseases. They knew that, but the propaganda of us being inferior to white people was, was enough. That is enough. You know what I'm saying? That's supposed to be enough. So that's when, you know, that's when you, you start relabeling the type of people that you want to subjugate. And when you relabel those ty these type of people that you want to subjugate, you're going to give them a reason why. So you'll just put a disease like typhus and just say it's coming from lice, Mexicans. That's it. You know what I'm saying? But if you really, you know, go down to the nitty gritty, you get typhus from ticks, dogs, they carry ticks, rats, they carry ticks. And that shit was all over the United States. You know what I'm saying? You get it from mites. And all these other shit and also lice, you know what I'm saying? But lice are not the only ones who carry it. 
You feel what I'm saying? And also, the only way typhus could even spread, if you guys really look, if it's food is con, if food and water are contacted by fecal matter and you drink it. So if somebody basically shits on your food and you eat the shit, you'll get shit. No, <laughs> no, you'll get you'll get sick. You know what I'm saying? So the El Paso mayor, right? went to every Latin person's home to check for lice and to clean them since they were viewed as undesirables. You know what I'm saying? Homes were destroyed. These, you know, they, they were destroyed. They were like kicked out. Some, some of them were burned in this whole campaign to even extended to the jails. This whole cleaning campaign basically derived I mean, not the vibe, but it basically had these two things, vinegar and kerosene. That's where the gas baths, vinegar and kerosene. For those who don't know, kerosene is extremely, extremely, extremely flammable, right? So they not only went to every home in El Paso where they knew Mexican people live, they even went to the jails, right? Now this is happening all over, right? Now, you know, so now, you know, if you're being treated by a white supremacist, you're not all the way safe. You feel what I'm saying? So what ended up happening, especially in jails, if you're in jail, you're even, you know, you're even looked at as more of an undesirable for some reason, these kerosene baths ended up being flammable because they are flammable. These prisoners start to burn to the point where almost every other prisoner up in there that had these kerosene baths ended up burning themselves to death to the point where they started calling it the jail Holocaust. For those who don't know, for those who don't know, Latin people had their Holocaust too. You know what I'm saying? Now the government even told the mayor that, listen, there's no evidence of typhus being spread, but then they found and built a new disinfecting center. You know what I'm saying? They said, listen, there's no evidence of this bullshit happening, but here we'll give you money and we even build it for you. This is a new disinfecting center. You know what I'm saying? Now how it worked, right? Was every Latin immigrant had to strip naked, their clothes burned or steamed with toxic chemicals, hair shaved and taking a gas bath. Some of these people died. Some of these people even died during this, these, you know, these so so-called cleaning, you know, events. Now it didn't stop here. Most of them had to pass an IQ test and a small puzzle test to make sure they're so-called fit to enter. You feel what I'm saying? White people didn't go through this bullshit and white people historically brought plagues and all this, all this other shit. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, this is another, uh, exploitation of our women, black and Latin women. This is another exploitation because when these women were getting stripped down naked, mind you, some of these girls are 14, 15, they're developing and there wasn't, there wasn't even, there were rumors, but they were, this was proven 
that some of these fucking sick white supremacists would take photos of these girls, passing them around through with friends, passing them around through bars. So this was happening back in the day. This was happening just to come inside. And mind you, these were not immigrant people that were just coming inside to live. These people were living in Mexico, coming in here to work and then going back. And the people who wanted to stay had to repeat the cycle eight days. They had to re repeat the cycle every eight days to stay here because once they did this disinfection, they will get a card, get it? A green card you guys get it. They will get a card saying that they weren't disinfected and they had to repeat the cycle every eight days that they stayed in the United States. How crazy is that? How crazy is that? Now, the reason why we know all, all of this is because of a small revolt caused by a 17 year old girl called, called Carmelita Torres. She was actually compared to, she was basically compared to Rosa Parks. She was the La Latina version of Rosa Parks. You know what I'm saying? She convinced a lot of women to refuse these baths. And, and that's how they started the protest. They went from 200 people and grew to 2000 people literally the next day to the point where men started to, that's why the men joined and that's why it started growing. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't just a female thing. It was an everybody thing. This process was so effective that it stopped and held everything in the border for two days. The border was shut down. People were lying, lying down in those tracks where the um, little um, carousel um, things will be driving through. They laid down and they were like, nah, we're not moving. Get out of here. We're, we're not, we're not moving. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna, we're gonna stay, we're gonna stay here for the long haul. You know what I mean? And this was a 17 year old girl. Now, you know, the white supremacists, they got embarrassed. They have to get, you know, they have to get some order. This, they see this as a fucking plantation. We have to get some order from these protesters. So what they started doing was they started to arrest the protesters and some of the protesters were publicly executed. So Carmelita was arrested and then after her arrest, there was no trace of her. Now we, we already know what it really is. She was killed. She was either raped and killed and that's it because she's the cause of the trouble. This was a person that had the spirit of revolution inside of her, a 17 year old girl. She had more balls than anybody else up in that. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to her. I know she ain't survived. So rest in peace to her. You know what I'm saying? But she had the spirit of revolution saying, no, enough is enough. This is racist. There's some bullshit. I'm not going to go through it. You know what I'm saying? So. After those two day, days, guess what? The protests didn't stop anything. They didn't stop these evil people. This shit kept on going. These Mexican detention centers where Mexicans were getting chemically treated, you know, caught some people's attention, but you know who you may say, you know, it caught some people's attention, you know, uh, it was the Nazis. That's who they caught. They caught the attention of the Nazis. Now, how do we know this? How do we know this? 
Now, some of you might think that I'm reaching or something, you know what I mean? But doing some more research around 1918 to the 1920s, my sources are really not that accurate. The US border starts to use chemicals, a chemical called Zyklone B. Zyklone B, right? Is Z Y K L O N, all right? This was used for the clothes. But in the 30s, the not in the Nazi journal where scientists brought it up and asked to use this acid chemicals for their for the for the Jews. And the two photos that he used for his journal was those two photos from El Paso, Texas, saying, like, listen how marvelous this is. He marveled on the effectiveness of this. He marveled how it, it it's so effective that we have to use it. We have to use it. So now, now we see that Hitler didn't really come up with this eugenics idea. America did. Hitler just adopted what we did. All of the Holocaust stuff, it was basically a remake of what they were doing to us. That's basically what it is. That's basically what it was. So they started using the same chemical and they started using the same blueprints on these disinfection stations, centers for their own Holocaust. You know what I'm saying? But now this, this, you know, this wasn't over. Now this even passed around the forties. This even happened in the forties. Now these white supremacists were using new chemicals like DDT. This was a very toxic chemical that even it, it was not even good for humans. It was used for agriculture, but later on decades later, it got started. You know, they started to get banned. Why? Because you wasn't supposed to spray it on humans. It's not good because if you spray it on, you know, uh, uh, um, if you spray it on plants, it's going to come in contact with humans. You know what I'm saying? For agricultural purposes. Nah. So it was banned. DDT was banned. But remember this chemical was used and sprayed on their uh, Mexicans faces, Latin people's genitals all over their body. And guess what? A lot of people didn't even, most of these, most of these people out here that were getting sprayed, they didn't know what they were doing. They didn't know. They didn't even tell them anything. They were like, no, this is something good for you. Don't worry about it. And you think they survived out of that. They probably got cancer. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't until the mid sixties that the government acknowledged that it was harmful and it, and it shut the whole facility down. Now, What's that saying? If you don't know history, you would most likely repeat it. Well, you think the negative ideologies, the Latin people really went away. I just basically broke down the whole bath riots, the whole gasoline baths. And you think this negative negativity of Latin folks just went away with saying that we're dirty disease written people. My, mi gente, my family, you guys know who Tommy Lauren is, right? When that caravan was coming into the United States, Fox News went on a whole campaign 
repeating the same old nonsense. And I even made part of my episode from early on. I even, you know, made fun about it. I said, after she was done talking about we bringing in lice and, you know, diseasing all that other shit, I made fun of it. And I said, the fuck, this bitch thing we're bringing in the plague. You know what I'm saying? But this is, this is serious. This is some serious shit. This is Tommy Lauren saying that same white supremacist shit about letting people bring in diseases. Migrants who came with the caravan are suffering from respiratory infections, tuberculosis, chickenpox, and other serious health issues. Yeah, out of 6,000 migrants currently residing in the city, over a third of them are being treated for health-related issues. There are three confirmed cases of tuberculosis, four cases of HIV-AIDS, and four separate cases of chickenpox. Oh, and over 100 migrants have lice and multiple instances of skin infections. Oh, and there's also the threat of a hepatitis outbreak. Thousands of these migrants were being housed at the sports complex near the San Isidro U.S.-Mexico port of entry, despite the fact the complex can only hold about 1,000. But apparently, these migrants also had a coughing and spitting problem because a no-spitting sign had to be put up at the shelter. But it's so gross, migrants are now moving to a new government-run facility because the sports complex was overrun with mud, lice, and respiratory infections. The city of Tijuana says it's spending close to $30,000 a day to care for these people. So what happens if we usher them on into the United States? People in border states like mine better pull their heads out of the sand real quick. Do you want TB, HIV, AIDS, chickenpox, and hepatitis in your communities, at your children's schools? Because I have a feeling the warm and fuzzy spirit of compassion doesn't treat or prevent diseases like those. And the disease right here is white supremacy. And this bitch right here is a white supremacist. This bitch was, is talking the same thing that they were talking about in the 20s. Remember, people, Latin people, we are being targeted. And I'm glad that we're having a wake-up moment right now. We're getting a wake-up call. You know what I'm saying? So now, what happened to these, you know, the bath rights? You know what I'm saying? What happened to these facilities? Most of them were shut down. But the rest of them opened up. And you know what they're called? They're called the detention centers right now that they're being used in Mexico, in the border. Those detention centers that AOC said... These are modern day concentration camps. Those are the same centers that they used to disinfect us. To, that said that we are an infection. We're bringing in disease. You heard Tommy, it has not changed. That ideology has not changed. So why did our ideology, ideology change? Why did are we seeing that we're all Latin, but yet we? I'm hearing some bullshit about um, oh, I don't want immigrants coming into the, our border. I don't want this and this and this and all this other bullshit. Look what Julius uh, Mulama said, or Malima, whatever. <laughs> Look at what he said. This is my, we're supposed to be treating each other the same. Let's not get clouded in what our oppressors messed up us on. You know what I'm saying? We gotta stop that shit. We gotta stop that shit. And I hope this is a very informative episode that woke you guys up i really do i hope you guys really woke up because of this because this shit was even hard for me to read 
You know what I'm saying? This shit was even hard for me to even see and research up because this shit was crazy. Land people, mi familia, listen, we got to start waking up. I cannot be the only one out here just raising the revolutionary flag. You feel what I'm saying? All right. With that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Remember, hit me up on Instagram and Twitter at the same name, radical underscore Latino underscore. And I'm going to catch you guys later. Peace.